This is not a fucking test. Warning. What's happening, everybody? Uh, this is DJ Craftmatic. You already know what it is. This is the Antidote Podcast radio show. I got my boy in here with me, as always, Holly Dubs. Yo, what's happening? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you like the work we're putting in, we appreciate you for subscribing, liking, sharing, whatever you do. Just listen. Yeah, man. Thanks, and most importantly, for listening. Exactly, for sure, because, uh, yeah, I know we've been kind of uh, off and on, so, yeah, we got to make sure that we gonna get, we're going to get back in the, in the groove of things and really get everything. I, I hope everybody's doing all right uh, in this pandemic, um, you know, shit. I hope everybody's just, just trying to maintain and, 
and make sure you don't, uh, if you got any, you know, bad thoughts or you're feeling any kind of way, man, just make sure you talk to somebody, talk to your people, all that shit. We got to, you know, at least talk about that for a second, but. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you got a friend, you know, that you, that you talk to at all, like, and you're having some issues, hit him up, let him know what's going on. For real. That shit's, that shit's real right now. Don't, that shit's real. Don't stay stuck in your head. Um, you know, to try reach out to somebody, let somebody know if you're having any kind of issues, hardships, um, problems, uh, stress, anxiety. Let somebody know if you're going through any of that shit. Real talk. So, yeah, it's it's terrible. Um, yeah, uh, man, that's a whole nother subject right there. <laughs> California, yeah. California had had enough suicides in the last two months to cover a whole entire year. So a year worth I mean, of suicides, terrible, it's, man. It's, it's terrible. Crazy. I know it's uh, affected, you know, uh, families of, of people that we know personally and stuff as well. So absolutely, it's a really important thing to make sure. And in especially in these times, it, there's a lot of crazy shit going on. Like, yeah. <laughs> which us, yeah. Which brings us to it right now. I mean, uh, crazy shit going on. I mean, 20, 2020 has been a, uh, a mind fuck. It's been a, it's been a shit show since the jump. I mean, we lost remember, Kobe and no. that was like right after that it went downhill. <laughs> but I mean, like, do you remember, a lot of people probably already forgot, but like January, let's say first, maybe, or January 2nd, um, U.S. military killed um, the general from Iran. Oh, yep. Iran, sorry. Yep. Uh, the general of Iran got killed. And this guy, he's been on the FBI watch list. Uh, he's labeled like one of the biggest terrorists, but he's also like pretty much the head of the military in Iran. So he's kind of an untouchable cat and things escalated really quickly with that. I mean, there world war three was trending, I think on January 1st on Twitter. Yeah, man. Oh <laughs> shit. I, you know, I did forget about that. This year has been so fucked. That, it's <laughs> that been was like exactly the beginning that. of the year. That was the beginning right. of the year, whatever, uh, shit kind of deescalated on that front pretty quickly. And then Kobe COVID, whatever man i mean everything bro and now america is burning america is burning yeah you see you guys see our our logo our picture forever what we have for the for the podcast um this is kind of what we've been talking about this is this is the time yeah i mean like this man it's kind of like a rerun of all, you know, if you tune in, if this was on the radio and you just turned in halfway, you'd be like, I already heard this episode before. Right. <laughs> <Facts. laughs> it's like watching reruns of living single and it had four seasons. So if you keep watching it over and over, it's just going to be the same thing. Uh, so it, it, that's, that's what we're experiencing right now. And history always repeats itself, right? That's what we talked about. And we talked about this the other day. It's like, it, it, this is, this is so much, going on at one time, it was bound for things like this to happen, uh, to, to expect to see a people erupt when you're holding them in homes, like prisons, almost your house mm -hmm. becomes a prison to, to some. And that's why we touched on the suicides and stuff. That's exactly what that is. Uh, we've seen such a shift in everything. Like we know that nothing will be the same after this. Um, after nine 11, nothing was the same, right? This is, right. we're, we're definitely past that with this. Um, we're, we're going to see a bunch of different things come out and that we, that we 
I feel like America's just waking up. I mean, that's 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 just what it's got to be um, as far as words is America's waking up. Um, and we've seen it so much more. I think the information intelligence era that we live in right now is so vital um, because we've been doing a lot of diving, right? We haven't been able to talk to you guys about it, but there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of things in the background and we don't want to sound like conspiracy theorists and all this kind of stuff. That's not what it's about because people will say, if you think something differently, that you're crazy anyway. But, um, but no, we're that, always talking about questioning everything. Yeah. It's just questioning, questioning what, everything, what, question what you're seeing, question what you're hearing, question who you're getting that information from. Right. And, and how that information is coming to you. Um, and right. why do you think it comes in that format? Um, we're going to talk about that. One of these episodes, definitely. We're going to talk about like the out of shadows, um, video that was on YouTube. I think it's still up. Um, yeah, I haven't, so haven't checked. It's actually kind of crazy that that video is still up out of anything that's been taken down. Mm -hmm. That thing is still up. Cause it was the number one, it was like the most trending video on YouTube <laughs> for like two days and they didn't put it in the top trending, but it was still getting up there. So I don't, I don't know. But anyways, yeah, it's just, it's just questioning. You should just question everything that you're seeing just because you believe it's the status quo. That's what we've been taught. That's what we've been, you know, basically herded to do. That's what, that's what it's been since the beginning. We don't really know true intentions, right? We don't have this intelligence, but we can arm ourselves with as much information and just question the things that are happening around us. Um, exactly. and, that's, and, and that's what's happening today. That's what we're seeing today with, with all of the protesting that's happening as of today and yeah. all of the things that we've seen over the last three months, even we see a lot of people who are going against COVID and things like that. Um, you know, the numbers aren't even adding up correctly. Let's just be frank with it. This is a bunch of bullshit that's happening um, that you need to just be counting. And I'm not discounting lives or anything like that because people have passed away from this. Let's not get that wrong. This is dangerous. But at the same time, they did not give us the information that we were supposed to have. Um, and some of the people had the information well ahead of time. And, and this could have been avoided earlier. And the information um, and that was presented was manipulated. The data was manipulated. Right. The numbers were incorrect. The models right. were not set up correctly. Once people were able to review the models that they based the lockdowns on, you know, these were made in an Excel spreadsheet, like right. amateur hour, even Microsoft. <laughs> there were so many mistakes in the spreadsheet that even Microsoft couldn't fix them before they had to release the code publicly. <laughs> to have somebody else fix Imagine it. <laughs> so, but it's on Excel, like... <laughs> I don't know if you look into a data modeling or projections, none of that's on Excel. Usually that, that code's run on Python, uh, you know, usually on a, a common code, but they're using like, man, I don't even want to get into all of that shit right now. Cause we need to get right. back to the fact, you know, back to the facts, back <laughs> to what's going on, back to one thing that I always have always talked about on this show is division right like they're always yeah. the powers that be whoever you know the puppet masters are that are pulling all the strings always working to divide us and surprisingly it's kind of backfiring at this point i would believe yeah uh, with all these riots and everything like that because now people are starting to see like what it what's really fucking going on and earlier when i said this is a rerun it's a you know it, it might sound like a rerun because again we're talking about uh, the senseless loss of another black American, you know, another senseless loss. Yeah. And but that's kind of what it all starts from. 
Um, yeah, it's a recurring story. It's the George same episode. Floyd. George Floyd uh, got murdered by a police officer over Memorial Day weekend in Minneapolis. The video, um, of course, just goes viral. Um, I don't know. What would you do if you witnessed that? Would you be standing there videotaping it, or what? What would you do in that kind of a situation? You know, that's a that's a hard thing. That's a hard thing to say, and especially for a black man. Um, because let's be honest, if you go up and you push an officer, you just got yourself a charge. Yes, you're saving a life, but you also got a charge. Um, those kinds of things can change your life. You could lose your job for that. You could do all those things. So you you do have to weigh out those options. Um, but sometimes there there's things that supersedes that. And that's, uh, again, another human being. Like, we know that that's wrong. Um, and it necessarily shouldn't be up to me as a citizen when you have three other officers standing around you watching that shit happen and not yeah, doing a no, damn thing sure. about it. They need to have humanity. They need to learn humility and humanity because that's that's just inhumane. You don't even put dogs down like that. Um, and the fact that that's how that's portrayed and it's like you're just standing there watching it's it, again it's a hard stance to be from because as a civilian my and especially me i could be shot running up if i feel like if, if an officer is watching me approaching them at a fast pace who knows if that officer pulls out his gun and shoots me right you know that's but that's the risk you got to take and that's, that's terrible the risk that, you got to take and that's terrible that that that's the you know the situation that you're in and then and then that is a reality that's very fucking terrible. Yeah. I mean, as a, as a person in, 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 in a human, that's a bad position to be in where you can't save another human because another human is on top of them and they're making that choice to do that. But they have the, the, basically the clearance by them being an officer to get away with it because it is legalized murder and it's a, a legalized tra uh, contract that they got with them to just go off on, on people because nobody is, is holding these people accountable. And even at the top, you know, these commissioners, their own people, they're not holding. Some of them are starting to, but a lot of them don't. And particularly and, in, a, in Minneapolis. Yeah. This is a, like, a, this is an epidemic in Minneapolis specifically. Right. There was just an incident there last year. There is um, uh, Philando Castile. There's a couple of them in Minneapolis. I saw the number I had seen the other day was uh, over 200 killings by police officers in the last like 15 years in Minneapolis. Wow. Um, so That's the one last number. year was the white lady. She, she got killed by the Somalian police officer and I, I'm sorry, I don't have her name. Um, you remember that one? Yeah. That was like a day after, uh, the Philando Castile cops were, yep. uh, either like not charged or their charges were dropped. I don't remember exactly. Yep. Yeah, it was it was the day after the charges when they announced that the charges got dropped. Yeah, there was gonna be no 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 anything for them, which is just yeah, and it's it, it, they have a big problem there, and so do you get another situation like this, and it's being videotaped, it's being watched. I mean, uh, Polly, do you feel because you're 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 white in a mm -hmm. sense, and you're you're Polish? I think I'm white, yeah. <laughs> but do you think? if you were to try to do that, would you have be in that same situation? Like, would you, would you f do something like that? I want to hear that from, from some, <clears> what, know, like if I standpoint. encountered that situation, what yeah, I would if you're do? watching this and instead of videotaping, would you be, would yeah. you jump in? I don't know. So, I mean, a week ago, I'd tell you, I would videotape that shit, but 
I've kind of just past couple of days just been thinking like, what? That's kind of a douchebag move to just come up and videotape that shit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So I've been kind of more thinking about maybe I wouldn't videotape that shit. Maybe I would try to do something. Um, in the end, like if, if I was walking down the alley and I seen a bunch of people like attacking a female or something, right. I would try to do something, at least try to chase those goons off. Right. Right. Um, so I don't know like what I did just as much chance that those dudes have a gun as the cop does. Right. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm white. I hope I would probably just get tased, but yeah. I mean, I feel like sometimes that and that does have something to play with it because at, you know, it is a little bit different for a black person to approach a police officer in that manner. It would be different. You know, I I think that they would both feel rushed, but I feel like they have a sense of uh, a little bit more calmness when when a person, a non person of color comes and, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and tries to interject in that situation. I think we need to see more of that as well. I did see in the footage when you have to watch that horrible video, or if you have, hopefully some of you haven't, it's just, it's, it's too much, but, um, yeah, they at least had some people trying to come up to them and, you know, of course officers are pushing them back, you know, get back. blah blah blah, And it's like, but they don't hear them. They don't hear them pleading. Like, it's like he turned his ears off as if nobody is standing there. They are recording, but everybody's saying like, get off of his neck. He's saying he can't breathe. And that's, and that's where I feel like the the other officers are just as much as in this as an accomplice. I don't care if that's your partner or not. I would protect my partner with my life. I understand. But at the same time, then you have to know when enough is enough. Like, okay, you got him down. First of all, it's for a forgery. It's an alleged forgery of a check, not, not him killing anybody, not him um, going on a rampage, not doing not a violent crime, not a violent, it's not a violent crime, period. And the fact that we have to even say anything about a violent crime or any type of crime, like why is any type of crime okay to kill a black man? It feels like anything can be our death sentence. Anything that happens can be the end of our lives. And that's not fair to us. That's not, that's not something that, uh, that's not fair to anyone. I mean, just as a person, not even just fair to us. It's about us, but it's also about everyone because we're the examples. We're the ones being set on a, on a national stage every damn day. It seems like, um, right. And, and it's, it's just become too much of, this thing, like it's, it's, it feels like America has an infatuation with black deaths on TV. Like there's movies about it. There's all kinds of stuff. Like why does it even have a movie have to come about, uh, come out about it? Um, because yeah, it's good to have that knowledge. We know that it happens, you know, but it seems like it's a, now it's a, it's a fetish. It's a fetish of America to, to have this on TV and to have us being killed. And that's, and that's part of the, the, the reason why we're, we're done with it. Um, as Polly was saying, Minneapolis, uh, had George Floyd, George Floyd, uh, just to run the quick gambit, if you don't know, uh, was being held because they had an alleged forgery of a check for him. So he's the initial, even parts of the video, he's, he's not doing anything. The whole entire video that we have, he wasn't doing anything. They have him laid up against the wall. He seemed to be fine. There was nothing going on. Then all of a sudden when we're going to the car, he's now face down on the ground. And I don't know what happened in between. There's no video of that. And the cops were different. The cops were different and they slammed him to the, that was the only difference that I had was that it was a different set of uh, cops that came and picked him up. 
And yeah, like at the beginning, the ones that were walking him, he wasn't resisting them at all. There's no, you know, there's no footage of him resisting anything. Um, but there was different cops then that were holding him to the ground. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is he was already, he already had his hands behind his back. What is, he even if he's resisting, what are you going to do? What is he going to do? You, you're going to break his fucking shoulder. You're not going to do anything. He's not going to be able to do anything physically to you. What, he can kick you? Okay, then he's standing on one leg. Oh, well, he kicked you. So what? Like, we see so much other shit going on against cops. I see videos all the time of police officers getting into it with dudes with stuff in their hands, knives and everything else, coming at them, physically coming at them, mm -hmm. and acting as if they were going to hurt them and be tased and put down instead of a black man who's already got his hands behind his back. What is he going to do to you, officer? You know, that's, that's, that's part of that abuse. And then you lay your knee on him knowing that you're a 200 pound man on the back of his neck with his hands tied behind his back and under, and I've already seen some bullshit about his autopsy talking about underlying conditions. It doesn't fucking matter what put him into those conditions to, to get him to, to pass away, regardless of it is the trauma of it. The guy, laid on his, the guy laid on his neck, like posing for the camera, pretty much. Right. He's doing the Kaepernick kneeling on his neck for nine minutes. Yeah. With his hand in his pocket, like fucking, I don't got know. The Kaep man. Got the Kaepernick kneel. And why for nine minutes? Why couldn't you get him off the ground to put him in the car? What took him so long for nine minutes? That should have been, if, if you're going to do anything like that, that should have been a 30 second type of thing. You don't even right. need to have that. Like that's something that can happen quickly. And there was actually footage today from one of the riots. And we'll just talk about some of the riots that's been happening. But one of the riots is, um, the, uh, I think it was Seattle. Uh, one of the officers was on, there was two guys apprehending uh, a, a protester and the guy's doing the same thing. He's got his hand, he's got his knee in the back of this protester's neck as they both have them tied down. So his partner actually did the right thing and shoved his knee off of his neck and told him to put it more so in his back. So then he wouldn't have to struggle to breathe so hard. That's what we're talking about. That's the type of shit that we need to be seeing. It's called a self accountability and accountability of each other. Accountability for just, just having a regard of human life. Fuck what everything else is going on. It doesn't matter what your beliefs are. Um, whatever you believe in, you do that, but we're all humans and you shouldn't have a way of, of doing this, uh, to someone no, just because of their skin color exactly. or even the thought of it, even if that's not something that you necessarily subconsciously think of, you know, it subconsciously is there. You should be aware, be aware of your surroundings. Like, I don't know, man. Like people are going to resist arrest. If you arrest people, someone's going to resist arrest. You, you know what I mean? Right. Nobody wants to go to jail. Place. Nobody wants to go to jail. Of course, yeah. nobody wants to go to jail. Even if you did the shit, you don't want to go to jail. So yeah, you're going to resist a little bit. But half of the time, these guys are handcuffed. And, you know, or, or, or even in our situations, they're telling you these things and you feel like you have to be a quick draw, even just like you talked about Philando Castile. Castile, you know, he's telling you, I have, a, I have a firearm and you're telling me to get my license and everything else. I'm getting that for you. Not even a second later. Just because that's what you think. And instead of just doing what's right. I understand some people will burn you. You're, you're not, I understand that, but that's why you took the badge. That's why you took the job is because you know, every day your life could be on the line, but it should be on for the, the, on the line for the right side of things. We know that people are evil. We know that people do bad shit. Um, and that does need, that does need justification. Some people are like, Oh, you know, get rid of the police, stuff like that. 
uh, you kind of do need enforcement to be able to keep shit in order somewhat. There just needs to be rollbacks of what they're able to do and how they're able to do it. Why is a country like Norway haven't had, I just saw some shit. They haven't had a, a police officer, uh, you know, like a police involved shooting in like 15 years. Norway, when you look at places uh, like Canada and England don't, the cops don't even have guns. Right. They have, they have, they have other type of shit. And it's like, we're, we're militarized. We're always got, mm-hmm. like, got this, you know, we, we are so proud of our country and we should be, but at the same time, then we're so proud of, uh, you know, our guns to be able to just turn them on people. I love having guns. You, guns are necessary, but you also need to learn how to use them for the rights of protecting yourself at the most. But these officers are, are doing it just because, and we're seeing it just because it's no, yeah. there's no justification to it. And in this case, there's not even a gun. Like, Right. How many you know, times has been an unarmed black person that's getting mistaken, that they say mistaken in quotations, mistaken, allegedly, <laughs> that they have something on them and they always find nothing. And even when they do find something, it's like, I, I, I always think about Devon Bailey here in Colorado Springs, rest in pieces. So when he was killed, um, he did have a weapon on him, but he was running. He wasn't, he wasn't finna pull it out and start shooting. He was running. Yeah, he's running away. He's running away. And if you're that scared of him, then again, let him get away and you do another search. You come back. You know, if he's out there doing something like that, he'll make himself aware. Yeah, that could put the public in harm, but not, not from somebody who's running away. He's a little kid. He was scared. What else are you supposed to do? What, what is 99% of people going to do when the police show up to anything or do anything? You run. That's like the first thing that comes to your mind. Hey, I allegedly may have run from the police once or twice. Oh, yeah, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> uh, you could put that on quotes. I, yeah, I've got countless of those. Um, <laughs> I may have jumped a couple fences, allegedly. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you got jumped a couple fences, walked in a couple houses. Hey, I'm just saying. Um, hey. You know, <laughs> I've had my, I'm not saying that everybody's perfect because I know I've had my past, but I'm not as bad as a lot of these because I changed my ways. And when, it, I actually got, when I was doing bad shit, I had the least amount of police seen. When I'm not doing shit is when I see them the most. And that's kind of what I've experienced. But just going back to it, it's like, you know, unarmed black men and women all over the United States, they're getting killed in their sleep. Like, right, that lady know, in Louisville? Yeah, Breonna Taylor. She's getting killed in their sleep, man. Like, what, what do you... I, no I just knock don't warrant on the wrong address, right? Yeah. Like, and there's again no justification for it. That's why the his her her, her man's uh charges already got dropped. Cause he shot back at them and he had the right to do so. So they already dropped his because they said they can't fight that. You broke into his shit and you was at the wrong place. Oh, because they said that they got tips. No. They already had the guy in custody. So regardless of the tips or whatever, you don't get to just break into somebody's house and then kill them in their sleep. If, if I did that, that's called robbery. That's called aggravated assault. That's called murder. And I would get 25 to life easily with no contest. Half of the time, these things take one day and they're already out of judgment when they have a jury, especially an all white one. They, they, they get them in and out. It's quick. So they can do that to me, but it's not the same just because they're an officer, somebody who's supposed to uphold the law. 
Anyway, so let's we we talked about Minneapolis. So what's been happening? Of course, everybody knows it's, it's what's going on. The world is or our world in America is on fire everywhere. Yeah, so of these it's it's been powerful. Yeah, as protests uh, started in Minneapolis. There's protests in other cities at the start too. Like uh, I know L.A. Louisville had ones, and things escalated pretty quickly, man. Um, very. <laughs> <laughs> very quickly very quickly like yeah i remember watching the ferguson ones on tv in baltimore like i think baltimore is probably about as equal but i think this one's worse because i don't think they i don't think they took over no precinct in baltimore but minneapolis police, is crazy right now yeah the police stand, stood down pretty much really quickly um a lot of looting vandalism um you know pretty much is kind of how it started people breaking into to stores and stuff and um it's a lot of arson <laughs> a land a lot of arson uh, you know, a lot of arson whole blocks burned down uh in downtown minneapolis off of lake street or lake ave and at one point the police kind of just gave up the police station to the protesters and that shit was set on fire that shit burned to the ground <laughs> they burned the third precinct all minneapolis the way to the ground no, it's, I mean, it's, it's like the words that were said, Martin Luther King said him and, you know, everybody knows what Malcolm X was talking about, but, you know, a riot is the, is the sound of a, of a voice unheard, you know? So that's, I don't know what they're expecting, but this, this was bound to happen. They're setting it up. They're setting it up for their own shit. And every rebellion that we've ever seen in this world comes with bloodshed and fire. We got the fire. Um, the bloodshed's already happening on a day-to-day basis as, as we're being basically hunted out here. Um, I can speak from personal experiences that it, it is scary, you know, facing someone who, who doesn't look like you, but they bleed the same way, but they look at you differently and don't think they, that you bleed the same way or something. I, I, I really don't know. Um, I've, I've been there. And it's a scary feeling. Shit, I had it happen to me three times in one day. I think I talked about it on here. Um, being trailed, being pulled over, got a ticket for speeding, turn around to be trailed for 30 minutes, and then being pulled over that night, all in one day. That told me that I'm different from everybody else, obviously, because I, don't, I would never see a white person getting pulled over three times in one day. I would, I would contest any white person unless they are like, you know, in the streets. Like if you've got warrants in your name, I have nothing against me. This is a black man with nothing against me. I have no criminal record. I have nothing like that for them to be even suspicious of me. I am a normal citizen, a taxpaying citizen. And I got that three times in one day. I don't, I don't think anybody would ever have that that many times, not in one day. I can see that maybe in, you know, a month. Maybe. And even then that's far, right? Cause yeah. how many times can you say that in your life that that's happened? But I know that's happened to me. And I'll tell you this story because Polly was with me <laughs> <laughs> and this is the type of shit we have. And it's actually funny because I will preface this, that this, this, this officer was like, what do you think? He was like, um, like Moroccan or something, Polly. 
Yeah, he, he did. He did have an accent. He was like a black. He was a black dude, but he was like he had that kind of like lighter, that kind of almost like the Indian kind of black. And uh-huh. but he had that. He, he had. He was definitely from like a country somewhere like in Morocco or you know the Middle Eastern almost. Yeah, uh, he, he did, did have a different like accent for sure. But anyways, we're going to a show. We're going to go see a concert in Denver. I got uh, Paul. I'm driving. Polly's with me. And our other friend, Darren, he's with us. Um, we are on I-25 and we're going through. So I-25 is in Colorado. That's our main highway. We're going north to Denver. And on our way to Denver, there's a small city in between called Castle Rock. And so we're hitting into Castle Rock. And it was probably about 5.45-ish p.m. Sun was bright enough where you could see everything. It wasn't like crazy, but it was, it was getting darker. Definitely darker. I'm, we're going, I'm not speeding. There's people passing me. So I'm, I'm just going through and next thing you know, we see red and blue behind us. And of course I get instantly, instantly nervous, but I felt a little bit better, honestly, because I have my white friends with me, (laughs) but these are, these are my brothers though. I don't call it my white friends. We talk shit to each other. These are, these are my brothers, man. So I got, I got my people with me. And, so my, I don't and my white privilege got you out of a ticket <laughs> in that same city just like six months before. Yeah. Yep. We did get, we got, me and Polly got through some shit in, in, in a fucking snowstorm at that, um, in Castle Rock as well. But anyways, that's a whole other story. <laughs> um, but this one we're, we're driving through, I get pulled over again, mind you, people are passing me. So I knew it wasn't for speeding. It had to be, it, it was nothing regarding speeding. People are passing me. And both, I'm in the middle lane. I got the uh, left lane going and the right lane. People are passing me. So I get pulled over. And I rolled down my window and I said, <laughs> I know it's not for speeding. So why am I being pulled over? And of course, that's my fault. I need to stop being defensive. I can't, can't always be defensive. Um, but it's hard to be not defensive when you're like, you're, you're, you know that you weren't doing anything wrong. So why am I being targeted? Um, so I get there it, or he pulls us over and he starts talking to us and you, this motherfucker really had the thought to say, I pulled you over cause we thought, I thought your tent was too dark. What? Because you thought my window tent was too dark. Are you fucking kidding me? On the highway going 65 miles per hour, you're worried about my fucking tent being too dark. I didn't even, I was, I was fucking mind fucked. I didn't even have to say anything. Polly was the one who went in on him. <laughs> I didn't even have to say nothing. Polly went in on him and said, are you kidding me? Like we're, we're, we're just, I'm looking, I'm just trying to figure out. I said, sir, I know it's not speeding because I saw two people drive right past me. So I know it's not speeding. Why am I being pulled over? It makes zero sense. And that's what I'm talking about. What, what purpose was that? What purpose was that? Again, granted, he was, he was a person of color, but that doesn't mean shit. I'm, I'm talking about the officers in general. I don't care if you're black and you're an officer. I've seen many of black fucked up cops, just like in the movies from fucking uh, Menace to Society or The Wood. If you ever seen the movie The Wood, when uh, Stacy gets pulled over and, and the black cop is giving him a hard time, any of those kinds of things, you've everybody's seen them kind of movies, you know what I mean? And 
that shit happens too. They're just as bad. It doesn't matter. We have to be able to live as humans and you're there to patrol, protect and serve, not serve my death because that's what they're doing. I have a death sentence being black. Why is that so, why is that so bad for to be an African-American? It's like, damn, we, we've gotten the most taken from us. Those people who live in America, whose families and generations have passed down on this land. But you know, the native Americans got it. They've been exterminated. So they got it worse than us. Everybody, there is no worse than us. All of them are bad, but it feels like we have just been taken from and taken from our culture, the music, there's not a single thing that you're listening to today that wasn't built on a black man or woman. Let's be real. Let's really talk about it. Cause mm-hmm. that's, that's in rock music. That's in uh, hip hop, which is the number one biggest thing in the world right now. Yeah. Biggest genre it, in the world. Biggest genre in the world is hip hop right now. Every hip hop rapper is going crazy being number one on the charts for, for these songs that are coming out because everybody loves them. White people included. I see them on TikTok and all this kind of shit like that. But you can't enjoy. You, how can you enjoy my culture? Enjoy our our, our the things that we come to to bring to you, and then not be able to still say, "Hey, that's wrong for that person." That what about sports, sense. man? Sports, sports is carried on the on the backs of black people right now, right? Like, because I, we're I the mean, most. We're. I'm sorry. We're the most athletic. Name one white dude who's more athletic than LeBron James right now. There's very few. I'm sure there's some out there, but there's very few. Yeah, maybe like F- Michael Phelps five years ago or some shit. Yeah, you know, we're talking like other athletes. Like they would have to be top level athletes. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, the Rafael Nadal's and the people like that who've been running their sports for a long time. Tom Brady. Yeah, you know, Lionel Messi. But he's, he's but, but, but let's talk about it. Like Tom yeah. Brady's not athletic in, at, at any rate. No, <laughs> he just makes. Know. He has a great arm. But we're talking like basketball, football. Football is 90% black. 90%. Almost every position is a black person. I haven't seen a cold white DB since Eric Weddle, and he's a safety. Like, John Lynch was cold back in the day. We didn't have a lot of – you don't see a lot of those guys, though. It's all black people. So you're you're putting – we're a small number, a, a small percentage as it is. And what's the most watched and what's the most watched TV show in America is football, right? Yeah, absolutely. So number one music, number you know, all all entertainment is coming from black people. Yep. Let's be real. Let's um, let's be real. And then even the white entertainment, well, most of it is copying from the black people. Right. Somewhere down the line. Like uh, you know, stand up comedy is run by black people. Black Absolutely. Men. Absolutely. They're the funniest on the on the whole thing and mm-hmm. most successful at least at the at the height of succession it's it's just what it is and you know it's not even all about that what the difference is is that again we have all these things that are celebrated by americans on that part of it it's like you have to live a double life basically because once i'm outside of that football game that basketball game my life is no longer i'm that person you know what i mean I can be killed just like anybody else out on this, on, out on this world. I can be pulled over driven, driving to work. Like I always do. <laughs> I always get pulled over on the way to work. I think I've gotten like four or five tickets in my entire life pulled over going to all work. on the way to work, all on the way to work. 
I've gotten hella tickets. Let's just be honest. I get pulled over all the time. That's, and I don't know if I, I attract it. And like, sometimes I do, I'm speeding, <laughs> but sometimes I'm not. It's just something else. I, I don't know. I've probably, I've probably had over 20 run-ins with officers in my entire life. 20. I know people who have never had a run-in with an officer ever in their life. And they're lucky. I've, been, I've had probably about 22. I mean, yeah, it's like stupid shit. Your fucking light above your license plate is out. <laughs> yeah. Let me search your car. And then the fucking dog like wrecks my fucking car and they didn't find anything. I'm like, what? Facts, bro. The light, <laughs> the light above the license plate. That's what I got pulled over for on that night that I got pulled over three times. That's what they tried to tell me. <laughs> Man. That's what they tried to tell me, bro. Well, I got two officers, one on the other side with his gun pointed at me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how many times can you go through that? That's why people are fed up. How many times can you go through that? My friend posted on Facebook the other day. He said, you know, uh, how many times, or actually it was today or yesterday. He said, how many times uh, you had guns drawn on you? And I'm seeing people got numbers on there. You know, I saw somebody with seven. I was like, bro, you've been, you've been, drawn at seven times, seven times. Like, damn, you must've been in some shit for real, but still like that seems that's a normal occurrence. And I'm sure that happens for a lot of people around the country. Not even just, not even just black people, but just people in color of general, just people. But yeah. that's where it has to stop. We're seeing it happen. And now the culmination is Minneapolis got fucked up <laughs> yesterday. Dallas policemen got jumped and five of them got killed, 12 injured. I saw that shit on the news earlier. Like, wow. That's what it's resorting to. And that's not what we're trying to do. But honestly, every revolution, as we just talked about, has been with bloodshed and fire. Yeah. Goes all the way back to the Boston Tea Party, bro. And, <laughs> like, I'm, not, and I'm not saying eye for eye is necessarily the right thing, especially no. when we're protesting a life being taken in the first place. Yeah. It's definitely not what, what we condone or or anything right. like that. However, at some point it gets pushed to that when there's no accountability. Um, yeah. You know, none, none of these police officers in Minneapolis are doing any time for any of the, the murders that they've committed against any of these people. So why should the people of Minneapolis believe that in this instance, justice will be served? Uh, exactly. Ultimately, the only justice that's served is upon the people who lose their lives. And they're, the justice that's served upon them, they don't even get a judge for it. They just get an immediate death sentence. And that's not exactly. what the, the justice system is built upon in this country. Not that the justice system in this country is fair anyway once it gets to right. the court. Like it's, it's a whole other fucking issue, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Facts. <laughs> big, that's big, a whole bigger issue that's and, such a larger conversation right. and there's been like some changes made to that in the past few years which is great um the criminal justice reform thing is like the, the only thing trump got right in my opinion it could have gone yep. even further but at least no one else had done anything like that um right uh but yeah, I mean, the fact that there is a, a innocence project out there that has to get these people freed, you know. When you got Kim and Kanye people. getting people out of jail, you know that this shit's fucked up, bro. <laughs> like, right. You got Kanye calling the Oval Office to get people out of jail. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real, though. Like, let's be real. <laughs> when in what parallel would you ever think that Kanye West is calling the president to get niggas out of jail? <laughs> I would never would have seen this coming. I mean, that's, like, that's, like a, that's like a Chappelle skit. You know what I mean? Yeah, he got ASAP Rocky out of jail, right? In Sweden. That's like a Chappelle shit. skit, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's terrible that the only way you can get out of jail, you got Kanye's number. <laughs> Facts, bro. <laughs> back to the story. These people weren't even given the opportunity to get fucked over in the in the fucking court system. Right. They weren't given that chance. They weren't right. even given a chance to make make bail. Fuck, what would the bond be on a forged check, bro? 500 bucks, maybe? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Get out of here, bro. Exactly. Why? That's just the hardest part is like every every time and we look at a lot of these stories that it happened with with these unarmed killings and everything. None of these people got anything. Everything's alleged. They just may have a couple of them have some backgrounds, but that's the first thing that comes up. And then on the other end, though, the, the families usually do get a nice settlement from the tax dollars. Right. That money they, should be they get coming, settled out of court. That money should be coming out of the fucking retirement funds. Yeah. They should, you know what? That that's actually a good that's a good solution right there, Polly. I like that. That's actually a good thing to come out and say every time that a that a an officer kills someone, that comes out of the pension of the officer's pension. How about the, how about like that come, that how about that comes out of the pension of every officer's pension, like the whole pool? Yeah, that way, that's what that I mean. Everyone, everyone in that in that division, everyone in that division. If it's like where we live at, Colorado Springs Police Department, if they have their own union or whatever that is, mm-hmm. then everyone gets hit. Everyone yeah, exactly. in that union or whatever, everyone gets hit. I agree. I think that should come out of those pension funds or those funds. Yeah, because take it out of the to, fucking pension fund, and that way they have to hold each other accountable. Right, because like, now you're hitting me in my pocket. Right, and you're we already talk about we already talk about that policemen are, are are underpaid, and I agree to an extent, but that means that somebody has to be accountable, and that's just the biggest thing that's missing in in this country is accountability. There is no accountability from anyone. That's just like these officers right now in Minnesota. Fucking Amy Klobuchar was trying to run for president, had been overseeing all of this shit. She was the DA at the General, time. Attorney General of Minnesota. Or Attorney uh, General. There we go. Now she's a senator for Minnesota. But right. before that, she was the attorney, the state attorney general of Minnesota. Yep. So she knew back when Derek Chauvin killed the last person that he did, that had to have come up. And he was still on the force. Back in 2006, 2008, 2011, and now 2020, how many times does he get a chance to kill someone? I mean, you have to fire, you have to file a report for every bullet that you shoot. So even the people above them are just okaying it for every bullet that he shoots. Yeah, I fired off 20, I fired off 20 shots at an armed black person at the time that they will say in their little report. That, that's where the accountability doesn't come in. There is no accountability. And it starts all the way up. It starts all the way up at the top. And us as people destroying shit isn't necessarily going to do anything for us. It's going to get, we've gotten some attention now, but now what are we going to do with it? We need to get this actual shit changed. We need the laws actually changed. We need to get the people out of their fucking spots. We need to, you know, after today, and I'll talk a little bit about my experience today. I was at a protest here in, locally in Colorado Springs. Um, I, I'm now even a bigger proponent of, of voting than I was in the past. Um, we talked about that some at this protest. And the voting is so important. The voting is so important. Not just the president. The president can get us fucked. He'll start wars. But 
the people on the local level are the ones that are really the ones who make the impact. The ones on your bill going for district attorney and judges and everything like that. We need to do our homework. We need to do our homework, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we need to do. And all change is going to start at the community level regardless. That's why it's such a big deal because you can't change the world if you can't change your town. Right. You can't clean up the world. You can't clean up the world if you ain't washing the dishes at home. Right. And even the change starts at you. I mean, that's where the first change happens, right? You change your mind, you change your mindset, you change the way you live, you change the way you act, you do all those things, you change. So if you want change at a higher level, then you have to inspire others to change. And then you have to make them go and vote to change. That's going to be the biggest thing. And, and Killer Mike, man, he, that was so, so powerful of his speech, man. Like he made me want to cry on TV. You know what I'm saying? Like watching him. Um, yeah. The Killer Mike speech was excellent. I he's think- talking about that. We need to organize, strategize. Yeah. And what was cool too, is he kind of earlier that day, he had posted uh, kind of the showed the techniques of the Hong Kong protesters. Right. Uh, and showed how, how kind of they were mobilizing and how they had everything just really, really well organized when they had the protests in Hong Kong protesting China. Um, like the, the people would just, everything was coordinated with the protesters. They moved from one area to another right before, like a second before the cops showed up over there to kick them out. Right. They were already somewhere else. Um, but yeah, I think his Killer Mike speech very powerful. Uh, that might come down as as like a cornerstone moment of of this entire thing. Uh, and Killer Mike's just a, a wonderful, brilliant man. If if you guys don't know, I, we've talked about him before on here. We've talked about him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and know. We played their songs. <laughs> For me personally, he he's just one of my heroes. Like he he can talk about you know uh, the activist life and the black culture because he is that life. Like for real. He lives that shit for real. He's been yeah. doing it since he was in high school or mm-hmm. earlier. He lives that shit. Yeah. And he's in Atlanta. He re- really understands the history of, of uh, the black struggle in America, the history of Atlanta, how that all ties in together. And yeah, if you haven't seen that speech, definitely check out the speech. But yeah, he says you got to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. Yes. And so that's what we have to start doing, man. Yeah. It all starts starts with a plan. You're hitting it right on the head, Polly. We have to, we have to start thinking this way, man. We have to start thinking this way. Um, The destruction of property isn't going to help us any further because then we're going to have more tax dollars that we're going to be paying out to fix the shit. And we're just destroying our own property. Correct. I mean, like you're not, if you're going to tear up some shit, do exactly what you did with the precinct. The liquor store didn't, the liquor store didn't kill George Floyd. Exactly. The the liquor store across the street shouldn't have never burned down. That should have never burned down. We're we're wrong for that. That should have never been looted. Um, And we'll talk about that a little bit because the looting is not even necessarily the the right protesters here. We got other powers at play, such as Antifa trying to use the Black Matters or Black Lives Lives Matter movement. (laughs) I can't speak today. They're trying to use the movement to instigate even more. And they're the ones smashing shit. They're the ones going through and uh, starting the riots with the cops. They're doing all of that. Right. They're the ones breaking the windows into the auto zone for 
for everyone else to come in there and loot it. Uh, I but, saw one in, I think it was in LA. I think they fucking robbed uh, vans. I didn't even see no people of color in there. There was, there was none. There was none even around. Even when they you got look at the, out. when you look at the Atlanta riots at the CNN headquarters, it was white people. Like, right. You know, there's the one video of the white dude uh, breaking the glass with his skateboard. Oh, with the you, skateboard. Yeah. bro. And you see green dots all over him. Like these cops got this dude got, they're drawn on him. And He's just standing there flexing, trying to break this window with the skateboard. They shoot him with the taser. He laughs and pulls the taser out and just goes back to swinging the skateboard at the class. <laughs> that dude was on some incredible shit. He must have been on some of the strongest shit out there. He was boofing it right before he came. Bro, there's no <laughs> he way. Boofed, he boofed some five guns. <laughs> yeah, bro. He's boofing the five gum because there was no way, bro. There was no way. Um, yeah. And you got to be wary of those people, man. They're the ones who are destroying shit. They're the ones fucking some shit up. And every now and then you feel like you want to fuck some shit up, right? Because I know I felt like that a little bit earlier today. I wanted, I felt like that for a second, but then yeah. I realized, I realized like that's going to come out of my check at some point. That's going to cost us more money at some point because we're going to have to keep paying for shit to get fixed up. And we don't need to destroy our communities. We don't need to destroy um, what's beautiful about the city because the city itself didn't do anything about it, you know, as far as how it was built and everything like that. There's no reason to destroy all that um, because then then we're going to have problems and then then we have no way no way of living. We, we have no protection of going back to our homes and I don't want them to institute a type of martial law because um, that could come into play too. The worse it gets, that could be used. There's curfews instituted now. so Yeah, there's curfews going on right now, yeah. You know, some places, I think they said at LA there, they, they changed theirs to 6 PM. It was 8 PM. And then they changed it to six. Uh, I saw a uh, shade. Matter of fact, uh, the shades, the dude shades, a uh, DJ, he said that he was out there and they changed that shit like 20 minutes before six o'clock. They're talking about new curfew, 6 PM. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're already trying to institute when, how long did it take for curfews? Some cities didn't even get curfews. Most cities didn't get no curfews. Um, yeah. for this pan- pandemic shit. But they right. instituted that within a day of protests. Why is that? <laughs> you, you're, I thought we were concerned about COVID just now. And then some that of the, just broke. Some of the protests I'm seeing instigated by the police department, for example, here in Colorado Springs and in Denver, sure. I'm seeing police shooting at peaceful pro- protesters. Is shit in Denver? I seen the police shooting and tear gassing the, the homeless camp. Yeah, bro. I saw, I was watching it on the, the homeless camp. Like literally these, it's just a bunch of tents on the street right outside where the, you know, the welfare office is. And like, I don't even see any civilians in there. I just see them gassing and just shooting towards the, the homeless camp. Yep. Airing them out. Uh, and like you said, shooting people, shooting people with pellets and mm-hmm. other, pepper, other things. Pepper bullets that look yeah. like the paintball guns and shit. A, yeah, um, exactly. It's fucking crazy, man. And the, and then the National Guard has been drawn in. So, yes, uh, Saturday night, the National Guard was mobilized in Minneapolis. So there was nothing turned violent then. Um, I don't know. I, do you think if people are protesting their local police departments that they should just probably bring out the National Guard anyway? I think they're going to start. I think they're going to do that. So, um, so I think that's a better idea than the local police. And here's the reason for it is the military has rules of engagement that they need Correct. to follow. The police department does not. Correct. Very, very valid point. So the military ain't, 
they're not going to fire on people unless they're in danger. Correct. And if you're just chucking bricks at them, they're probably just going to stand in the shields and they're probably just going to push you back more than likely. Uh, yeah, I saw I saw some of them. They didn't even have clips in their guns or anything like that. So they they had them on them, but they didn't have anything. They they weren't loaded. So that means they're not they're not looking to to start anything that way. Um, they don't have you know play guns and shit that they can go out there with and, right. and try and to use it to sustain people. They got and, real guns, so. and they probably have a real mindset of trying to protect the people out there as opposed to the police are being defensive, kind of trying to protect themselves. Would you say that then how would the National Guard be maybe a better replacement than officers or mm. should they have or should they have more of an oversight or make make them very similar in rulings? Like as far know. as like you said, rules of engagement kind of thing, because um, there is no there is no such thing with officers for them shooting first. You are, you know, the civilian shooting first and then then they shoot. Um, that hardly comes to fruition, especially in these situations of unarmed people being killed. So I w- obviously I'm not, I don't think we need soldiers policing everybody. Um, right. So I don't think that, I think one thing too, like from killer Mike's speech, he was talking about community review boards for the police department. Yeah. Um, and Atlanta does have one and he was kind of highlighting how Atlanta, they have actually sentenced any officers that were involved in any kind of killings and stuff like that. Plus, I just don't, I haven't heard of any of these kind of high profile stories coming from Atlanta. Um, Yeah. Which has the most black people in it. Right. It it also probably has the most black people in leadership. Um, Yes. There's a lot of HBCUs based out of the the media Atlanta area and the black community has always had a voice in Atlanta. Yeah. I would say, you know, culturally that that's probably the, you know, the blackest city in America in that Absolutely. regard of everything that I just brought up and also just culturally everything they've provided. Um, a lot of black culture comes from Atlanta. Exactly. And you're right. They, I think they have a better handle of that. And I think what, ha- what helps them too is that they have a really dense population of black people. Like a lot of black people live in Atlanta. Like I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's, I think it's actually, you know, like almost two to one kind of levels. Um, but definitely I think, you're correct at least that we need to have like committees or boards um, across of, every of independent citizens that review um, citizen mistreatment by police. Yeah. And then whatever's done from that, that needs to come directly from the mayor. I know our mayor doesn't give a fuck cause he put out a bullshit ass statement today. Um, yeah. Fuck Merrick Southers. That's what we're talking about. Get these guys out of here, man. Get that dude out of there. He's trash. Um, right. He's just some fucking land developer douchebag with fucking money. And that in Colorado seems to be run by those kind of fucking assholes. For real. They're like, oh, well, let's be green, but I'm going to take your green. Like, <laughs> 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 It makes zero sense. But that's that's what we talk about. And the Mike talked about, you know, again, is, is getting that that strategy together. We got a plan. We got to figure out what the next steps are going to be, um, because, yeah, we're, we're having we're having protests everywhere. I, I, I attended um, my protests today or our protest today, um, locally here in Colorado Springs. Um, we've had some over the years because we also had an unarmed, a couple unarmed men being killed. Let's get that right as well. Cause there was another one. Um, uh, Mr. V Hill also last year was, I think literally two days between Devon Bailey and, and between those two, yes. they happened like roughly at the same time. Um, 
you know, that kind of shit can't just happen, man. And nothing has happened in the Devon Bailey situation. Still nothing has happened there. Right. Um, no accountability. And we've, no charges have been pressed, even though it was recorded. No charges have been pressed. No nothing. Um, the DA, the, uh, is it the DA? Maybe the DA's office yeah, DA. um, has, is, is in cahoots definitely with, they have relationships with these people, um, especially the officer, uh, officer Van Zant, who's still able to work today. I, I don't understand, but anyways, um, you know, see, seeing many people unite for a common goal was beautiful and powerful. And I honestly cried a little bit after I, I left because it was just so much um, to, to, to look at other people who do look like me who are out there um, that, we, that we have to go through this. It, it takes that much to have not civil rights, man. Fuck civil rights at this point. I, I hate that term. I think we kind of talked about that a little bit, Polly. Yeah. Fuck civil rights. Civil rights is like rights to vote. I, I, I'm grateful for that. You know, things like that. But I'm talking about human rights, bro. Basic human rights. We are treated as less than human. Um, the way that these officers treat us is less than human. And that has to be that has to be handled. And the accountability factor is low all the way up to the top of the, of the food chain. And we know who that is right now. Right. And, that, and, you Trump. know, um, you're talking about being treated as less than humans, not to just keep going back to killer Mike's speech, but he also talked about the cornerstone speech uh, yeah. where it straight outlined the goals of the Confederacy, you know, and that it literally stated that you were to be treated as less than human. And that's right. still being lived out today through the, this fucking idiotic, murder spree by the police department and nobody's nobody's doing any time for anything and this this has been going on for a long long time Go, going back to the la riots from when the police officers that beat up rodney king this was like yeah. i mean rodney king got beat up by the police officers in 92 that was the first kind of videotaped uh right police beating rodney right king lived from that i think he has since passed away but um rodney king the four police officers that beat the shit out of them um the, all of them were found not guilty and that kind of led to the la riots and i'm sure it even happened even more back in the 60s and 70s because oh, yeah you, you think of the emmett till situation and things like that oh fred, um, i mean fred hampton got murdered in his sleep yeah fred hampton got murdered police. in his sleep yep um there's a lot of it's institutionalized at this point and it's now been ingrained in the roots of this country. And that's why I'm fearful of what do we do? Because I almost feel like you have to kind of blow up the system because it's, it's not something that can change overnight. Um, but it would take something like what's happening today, almost every day for it to actually start making an impact before right. laws will actually be changed. Cause they're still not going to, they're still going to, it's still going to happen every single day and somebody's going to still be killed by officers, but there's still no accountability there. So what, what is the next step after we do that? And that's, that's where I am somewhat feel fearful of, of where we are just because there is no, I don't think there is a right answer there. Um, because there's, there's things that we can do and we know what has to happen, but I'm not, I'm not talking about just like total anarchy or some bullshit, but the system itself has been this way for so long. How do you fix it? Um, 
it, it does definitely start by some immediate laws that go into law into place right away. Um, then there needs to be certain things that it doesn't matter what you do. The discipline is that, and I don't care if it's an accident or not, I guess you're going to have to take that as your learning lesson then, you know, um, it's gotta be something like that. It's the only thing I can think of outside of blowing up the whole system because the system doesn't work. I mean, the whole the justice system. system itself is, is terrible. The entire system that the country is based upon was written by slave owners. Um, but right. I mean, with all due respect, there is some great things to the system. The concepts, some of the concepts of the system are amazing. Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, Right. right. Like the, these are basic human rights given to us by our creator. You know, basically, w- whether you believe in a creator or not, it means when you're born, you have these rights, th- no matter what. And so the concepts are beautiful. Some of them, like, you know, we, we should keep the the Bill of Rights, at least, I think, uh, the first. Yeah, absolutely. Or whatever. But we need some new shit like this shit ain't working anymore. And I think with the way uh, everybody got locked down for no reason. Some people still on lockdown, man, in in some states, California, (laughs) you know, still on lockdown, still can't do shit. Um, But I don't know, maybe two weeks from now after the, none of these protesters got sick, we can fucking call bullshit on that too. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting on that, buddy. I'm so waiting on that one, man. I am waiting on that one because, yeah, we're there's no social distancing and nobody even kind of the media didn't even bring that part up about it. Yeah, I've heard I've heard very little about that. Um, I've heard people like joke about it and shit, but. Yeah, it's it's, nobody's worried about that at this current moment, Um, (laughs) especially. Yeah, not in these situations, man. Not in these situations. We said fuck that. It's 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 past that now. If we're gonna die, then we need to die going for our liberties at this point, mm-hmm. not of some bullshit that got released or whatever. I'm not gonna go into that, but <laughs> Yeah, I mean <laughs> um fuck it. I, I feel like I feel like I feel like now more than ever we need to unify and and, and really really show the power of the people. What is truly the power of the people, man? Like of the 10% that are truly, or however many percent of the people who truly feel like our lives don't matter or any of those kinds of things, we need to show the power of the other majority that our lives do matter. The way that we are governed does matter. The way that people are treated in these situations, crime or not, I gives a shit. If Dylan Roof can get taken in and getting fucking Burger King, bro, then my brother who looks just like me should be able to go to his sentencing like everybody else because fuck that. There can't that that's just bullshit to me. You got serial killers who get treated better than our people. Fuck out of here. These people have actually killed people. Most of our crimes that we're getting killed for are alleged nonviolent crimes. A forgery of a check having a toy gun, citizen's arrest, because he said, oh, he's got fucking Skittles on him. Man, we can go down the list. How many times have we said this shit, man? How many times? It's just, Unfortunately, it's, I don't think it's the last time we're going to be talking about this. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And police brutality happens to all people of color. It just happens more frequently on a higher percentage rate at people of color. Let's just be honest. I, I hate yeah. when these guys try to bring up these fucking numbers. It, it, 
makes me want to slap the shit out. I mean, whatever it is, like <laughs> it could happen to you. And why should right. you be angry about that? Right. Why, why, why can't I be angry about that? Yeah. And why can't we feel like there, there doesn't, why can't we feel like something uh, needs to be done, but we don't have enough voice. That's, that's what this is, man. This is the uprising of that. This is just what it is. This is I, what's been caused. I mean, one solution is take guns away from cops. Right. Then let's see what happens. Then let's if see. We, then I'm not videotaping you. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Because, I mean, yeah, then that puts a lot of police officers in danger. Um, Does it, but, though? Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's what I was going to say. On, on an everyday basis, how often do they, they, they run into having to deal with gunfire and Keep gun them in the car. Like keep, a, keep a gun in the whip. Like, if you're under fire, all right. I mean, SWAT team, if you're, you know, trying to take a warrant down and, and invading a space, that's a different situation. And I think that's what it honestly will come to. Have you you've, you've seen The Watchmen? No, seen the Watchmen? Watch it yet? No, so, I need to. Man, that shit was awesome. Regina King killed that shit, and in that in that in that show in the Watchmen, the officers all have to go to their cars and actually have to call in to get their guns off. So, like, if they want their gun released, they actually have to call it in and get it released. See, that's a good solution. Something it, it is. It it kind of showed the bad side of it too in that show. Because okay. this dude ran up on him and it was a, it was a officer in the car and he was trying to call it in. They were asking him questions and all this type of shit. And they rolled up from behind him and just blew his brains out. That could be that could the bad side of it. That could happen to me. But yeah, too. that could have been, that happens to us more so than often than they, than that happens to them. You know what I mean? Right. Like most people aren't going to do that. If you're going to go for that, you're, you're definitely bringing all hell upon you. Like, like if I you're said, gonna in, go kill an officer. You're going to, you're definitely putting your life, your, your life is over. You might as well just hang that shit up, bro. Like, yeah, like I said, they're going to give you the pet definitely in Canada and in uh, England, they're able to have cops without guns. Yeah. You know, and even the people, they're like, they're out there stabbing people. They don't even shoot people in London no more. <laughs> <laughs> they used to walk around with the fucking, uh, uh, the, what what they call that? The filibuster or the, fl- whatever they used to call it. You know, the, the big the big guns back in the days and shit. Oh, yeah. Put the power, the powder in it. Like, they were the ones doing all that shit. And then here, here in 2020, they don't even have guns. Man, and, and people in London out here stabbing people. That's what they do. They go on mad stabbings. Like... <laughs> Stab, 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 stab. They just move to the next person. Like that shit, like that. If somebody's running around stabbing somebody, like, okay, I understand them getting shot. And even then, they don't need to be killed. Shoot them in the leg. Shoot them in both legs. I give a fuck. Their life is still there. Their life is still there. And even that person can still face the crimes that they should. You shouldn't have the right to put a person, you're, you're not their judge or jury. You're, you're supposed to be there to be able to get them round, uh, round up and then make the judge make the call, make the jury make the call. That's what they're there for. That's what the system was built upon. And once you're infringing upon that by just putting because somebody shoved you and, or they're, you know, they're physically, they're physically looking, you know, bigger than you and you're scared, then, then be, be self-cognizant of, of yourself. Like, I'm scared. But then that means you don't need to have a gun. Now, it probably means that you don't need to be an officer because I'm sure there's a lot of different ways to take down someone. Because like I said, a Dylan Roof, I don't give a damn. Why didn't his cap get pilled? I don't care if he turned himself in or not. If a black person had been in there and killed nine white people at a church, laid his gun down and turned himself in, he would not be alive today. It doesn't fucking matter. 
The story doesn't work the, the reverse way. And that's the bullshit. That's the shit that we're seeing today, man. That's what we have to fix. Um, and again, I would kind of just tie back, tie this back. Cause I was doing the protesting today. Um, one of the, the biggest thing that they kept saying is, um, you know, I, I chanted it and who got my back. And they would say, I got my back or you, I got your back. Um, that's powerful to me, man. That's powerful. We have to, we have to do that for each other. Who got my back? I got your back. That's what we have to really live by, especially as pe- people to really overthrow this system. If we were to live by that kind of shit, we would, we probably wouldn't have crimes to be honest. Our crime, our crimes would be low. It's very, it's very hard to have self-accountable people. Everybody's their own individual. So I, I know that's not going to happen, but if we can change as many lives to do it that way, because it does start with us individually, we'll be able to really make that change. And that's what it's going to take. That's what it's going to take is that unity. Um, and I, I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing right now. I think this is right now they've, they've had pretty much major protests in almost every major uh, state in the, in the country. Um, yeah, and and we're seeing diverse crowds at all of these protests. Yeah, most of them are white here. Yeah, I mean, of course, I live in a predominantly white state, but <laughs> let me say, I mean, in, even still, in Minneapolis, it looked like it was predominantly white people as well. Oh yeah, that same thing. They have probably the same kind of rate we do. Yeah, um, actually, well, a lot of black people actually live in Minneapolis. They actually got a lot there. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm seeing solidarity amongst us. So that tells me it, it doesn't matter about your color or anything like that. At least to most people. Um, it's the people who end up getting the badge. It's like they, they need that power trip because they probably had a bad experience with a one black person at some point in their life early on. And that changed their mindset. Now that now they're, they're stuck to the mindset of now every black person is bad or any of those kinds of things, man. Plus the media tries to, you know, portray it. Oh yeah, way. for sure. Um, we're, we're, we're villains in a lot of situations. Um, when it comes to a lot of things that we see there, we're, we're steadily villains, um, on the TV because think about how many times a black person has been killed and they go over the story and they're all, they always bring up their past and their history, or they always have them on a, uh, a fucking picture of, of them being in jail or, you know, getting, mm-hmm. getting, uh, getting put in jail or whatever, getting docked in. They, that's like every story that we have. And it's it's just too much. And so we're, we, we have to have those conversations. We talk about it while I was protesting today. I talked with a lot of people. I, I voiced my opinion. I was on the front lines. I gave a fuck because I have to, I ha- have a voice for, for a lot of people who can't speak that loud or yell that loud. I will use my voice. I'm a, a, a professional DJ um, that is a black man first and foremost. And I have children that will need to be, I have an example for that. We can, we can't just stand here and stand behind the lines and not say something. People need to fill us. And actually today was, it was very beautiful. It was very peaceful. We had no bullshit happening. We did have one instance where a lady almost hit somebody um, trying to cross the street though. And then this one dude, a white guy threw a can at her car and one of the guys putting it together, he was really hot about it. And he, uh, tried to, I think he tried to fight one of the wrong dudes and we, we, you know, we stopped him of course and say, yo, that's not, that's not what we're here for. You know what we're here for. That's not, this is not it. Um, and we just told everybody you need to keep it chill. Um, I'm hearing things right now. I think it's going down right now. I haven't seen anything else cause we're doing this, but you know, what I want to say to this is again, it's unity. 
it, it's the togetherness of if we can all focus together to really talk about these things in a large format and fashion, there's power in numbers. And we can really be the change that we need to see out there by voting, by, you know, continuously talking about it and getting out, throwing out our oppressors, man. At the end of the day, kill our masters, throw out our oppressors. We got to, we got to, we got to get out of that mindset of everything is just going to be okay. And that's what most people like. We talk about, we want you to be challenged mentally to think about what you're truly seeing. Because if you think that everything that's just happening is just the status quo, then that will be the status quo. And at one point that will be the end of us because we've allowed it to be the status quo. There has to be a point in time where somebody has to be accountable. And just look how easily, look how easily we just took ourselves into the fucking house over this coronavirus, man. Yeah, man. man. We lay down. Nobody resisted. Yeah. Nobody resisted. Including myself. A couple people had some parties. Yep. But I mean, but even myself part, for the most part, we took ourselves into the crib. Hey, I did too, man. And you know what? I, I listened to him. I believed him. Then I kind of started looking into it a little bit more. And now I, I really don't know what the I don't have the faith. On. And yeah. I, I still can't go swimming in the pool. It's hot as fuck. Right. Why can't I go swim in the pool? Right. I don't that chlorine killed germs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. I can't go swimming, man. And I, I know thought UV a, light kills Corona, but we're inside. And like, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm. This is like the most white, white privilege sun shit ever. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, our <laughs> black people are dying at a higher rate than than anybody else is. There is a lot of white people who've died, but a lot of black people have died as well. And a short amount yeah. of time, you could be right. I mean, shit. This is a. There's a lot of people who've died, and I rest in peace to everybody who has. But man. Um, the shit seems kind of funny, man. It just seems kind of funny, and the numbers aren't adding up. But everything is happening at once, and we're we're coming to a head, man. Um, we want y'all to be informed of just just again getting with your local people who will make changes, and you get with your friends. If you take ten of your friends, I want to challenge anybody who's listening. I want you to take ten of your friends and make sure that they vote. You don't need to know what they vote for because that's everybody's own business. But if they are aligned with you, if they're your friends, they call them your friends, your brothers. Like I call them my, I have no friends. You're either my brother or you're an acquaintance. You're my brother or sister or an acquaintance. I don't have that because I have very little trust in, in, in a lot of people, but I have like Polly is my brother. There's very few of those. But if you got people like that, that's you, you got circles like that. They should probably be aligned to the same kind of thoughts that you are. So you take, you make sure that 10 of your friends voted. You need to make sure 10 of your friends voted. I want everybody to challenge. I want that challenge, man. And we'll probably talk a little bit more about that once we get closer, if we even have a fucking election, because this shit's going to be a shit show. Um, <laughs> who knows what's about to happen? Um, so, yeah, I want to challenge everybody, man. I want to challenge everybody that, that we at least do that, make that local level, really study what, who your enemy is. The enemy is our oppressors. The enemy is the people in power at this current moment. We need to get them thrown out and we need to make real life decisions. Get If you got somebody who, out, who's out there that you know is a powerful speaker and thinker and all that kind of stuff, well, get them to fucking sign up and say, hey, we need you to run, man. Something. If I could run, I would. I don't think a lot of people will listen to me, so I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I need somebody in there who's actually going to take what we say and actually use it. Hey, if they didn't have dirt on me, I'd be running. 
<laughs> not hey, jumping fences. <laughs> right. <laughs> Running in figuratively. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, no, I, and I vote for Polly. <laughs> Shoot. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, but that's for real, man. Um, all jokes aside, and on that part of it, that's, that's what we're going to really make the most change. And if we're not out there voting, we're not out there making those changes, at least from that standpoint. Cause like I said, there's, there's very few things we can do. Like we're, we're pretty much close to the brink of blowing the shit up or we can just really come out and really do what we need to do. Um, when it comes to this voting, um, presidency, I don't know what to tell you. Both of them fucking suck. Um, yeah. Hey, if you're voting for the lesser of two evils, the devil still wins. So don't even exactly. <laughs> I don't agree with that mindset that people have, man. There's gotta be somebody else out there. I can, I can, I can put my vote into. Yeah. They say every, any vote that doesn't go to someone else goes to Trump. Well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I think all of them have issues. I think all of them have their problems. Biden is a is a sneaky motherfucker too, bro. Look I at everything yeah, that I he's that he's put into into law, man. I don't care what y'all say, man. He's he's got just as much of a vendetta against black people as Donald Trump does. So, or against people of color. So let's let's not get that twisted. We actually got more real dirt on Joe Biden. That's yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest thing. It's like, he's a politician who, who's been doing this shit. We right. got a businessman who's a crooked businessman. I mean, that's what he's been doing. We know he's a crooked businessman. He's got a, he got a billion fucking dollars. We can't see his taxes. He's not, we can't see his taxes, bro. He, he's got buildings. He owns fucking buildings in the country and, and resorts and shit. Um, we, we know what we're getting there and we knew what we were getting there. That's why he was never a politician. The guy was just a normal fucking guy who had a lot of money and said, let's fucking run and make America great again. And he made a, made a stand off of that. That's exactly where that came from. So there, there is no, there is no difference, man. Um, I think they're the same one, one, one is just a career politician. The other is a crooked businessman. That's the, the biggest yeah. difference. And they, I just, they're both bad. I don't see any way that Joe Biden's going to beat him. Uh, I just don't. I don't know. I think this changes a lot of people. I think people are just going to vote just to say anybody but Trump. But then we'll realize mm-hmm. after that four year, after those four years, like, yeah, I don't think it really fucking mattered. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I still feel like Trump will probably win. But at the same time, like, I feel like with this whole situation going on right now, I've seen a lot of people talk about anybody but Trump. So I think that could play into some shit come come that time yeah but they also did they also didn't they were saying the same shit when trump was running for office and he won and you this know is what? true old white people they love to vote on a tuesday morning bro because they ain't got shit else to do <laughs> for real at least at least here in colorado they pay you to vote or you can you you they basically you? just tell you yeah they pay you in chicago you they take- pay you to vote but for their dude yeah, you just got to tell them like you're going to vote, and then sometimes uh, I've seen it both ways where they'll you know tell you 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 just take an extended lunch or whatever, or we'll give you two hours oh. or whatever to do it, whatever it is. It doesn't in matter. Chicago, Everybody they has- give you they give you a hundred bucks to go vote for Lori Lightfoot or whatever her name is. And then, and then <laughs> vote. Yeah, you get two hundred bucks if you vote under your grandma's name too that died twenty years ago. It's <laughs> <laughs> a different kind of paying you to vote though. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> hey, in Philly, you seen in Philly? They were paying people. They paid. The one dude got paid to vote. He was stuffing the boxes, ballot boxes. You see that shit? No. Guy in Philly got charged by the feds like two weeks ago. Uh, the Democrat National Committee was paying him to stuff the ballot boxes. Oh shit! 
Yeah, caught red-handed. He pled guilty immediately. <laughs> what the like, fuck? Yeah, and he played on DNC. Yeah, he, no, they had the evidence on him, and then he did a plea bargain right before they announced his arrest. Oh wow! Yeah, I'll send you the link, bro. We'll link yeah, send me that. I gotta read that. That's hilarious, bro. Yeah. See, and see, that's what I'm saying. There's dirty politics wherever you go. It doesn't matter if they're red or blue. We've talked about it on here before. It doesn't matter if you're red or blue. They're they're all the same. Um, something that to dem- this democratic system or in quotations, democratic system, we need to blow this shit up or get other candidates or start looking at other independents and really run for, for somebody that makes sense. Cause it doesn't matter if you, if they get enough votes, you can write in whoever you want and they get enough votes. They can be, the, they can, it could be in consideration. So yeah, right uh, we in know that antidote poly. <laughs> For real. I mean, we know the electoral colleges are there. They need to blow that shit up. That needs to go away. Um, that truly needs to go away. Electoral colleges need to go away. That's just a dirty system as well. Um, you know, just all of the above, man. Just, just vote, unify, talk to your friends, get 10 of y'all and make sure they vote, man, go get 10 of your friends. And if we, if we have that kind of number, we're able to, to really make the changes that we need to at your local level. Um, that really is going to make an impact for, for your future, your children's future. And hopefully for after that, because we have to show them the power, man, we have the power. There's only a limited number of them and there's more of us. We got all these people who are, who are pulling the strings for a, a majority of people. There's how much did we have in, in America now? Is it up to like 300 million people or something like that? If we have that many fucking people, man. There's maybe 150 people in this country who really pull the strings or however much is in the House, Senate and all that bullshit. There's just much less of them than there is to us. And if we make the right choices, that's how we're going to impact our future to really go forward. We need to find those people who are actually going to make change because the ones who the ones who truly feel like there doesn't need to be change and all that kind of shit. There's very few of them as well. And they will out themselves and they're outing themselves now. I mean, we see it kind of with everybody who's supporting and who's not, I see a red the brightest day um, who, who is actually impacting us uh, or who is with us and who isn't. It's very easy. Separate yourself from those people, cut them off. They're snakes. Um, those are the people who will shoot you in the back. If, if, we went into a zombie apocalypse today. <laughs> they would fucking shoot you in the back, bro. There is no, you got to find the right people around you and you got to put the right people in office to make changes. And that's all I can really say, man. Um, today was powerful for me. Uh, if you've never been to a protest, maybe you should, maybe you should try it out sometime. Even if you don't agree with everything there, just watch, feel and see the pain of people who are out there screaming the names of people who, who've been killed by officers and you'll see the pain. Look me in my eye and see the pain. Um, I guarantee you'll feel it a little bit different regardless of what your thoughts are. You, then you'll understand that it's not fuck the, you know, fuck all police and all police is bad. Um, we know there's good policemen, but again, we've said it time and time again, if that police officer isn't holding their peers accountable, then they're not good policemen. You're just letting it happen. And you're just as bad as everybody else. So, um, yeah, on that note, for real, y'all need to just really work with each other, love each other, you know, show unity, uh, and continue to grow as individuals, be smart, read. We tell you to challenge everything and we'll continue to do that because man, we've, we've been coming up on a lot of shit. 
that sounds crazy, but doesn't sound crazy when you put the, when you put the keys together or you put the pieces together, it doesn't sound very far off at all. Um, you know, just be informed out there as we always say, um, this is the antidote podcast and that's what we tell you to do. Plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. Remember that shit. Do that Facts. shit. I need that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I need that on a shirt. That'd be a hard-ass shirt um, just to have it on there. <laughs> As a daily reminder, like a hell of a reminder, man. Um, yeah. Do, thank uh, you do guys all for things. tuning in. Yeah, thank you. Thank you all for listening. If you have, uh, like, share, subscribe, theantidote.com. Um, or the antidote podcast, excuse me, dot com. Uh, take the antidote.com. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't even remember the website, bro. That's horrible. <laughs> take the take antidote. antidote. Oh, my God. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Um, it's been a long day, man. <laughs> take the antidote.com. Uh, go follow us on Instagram and uh, all that shit. You can go on Facebook. It's called the antidote podcast. Uh, take the antidote, man. It's at take the antidote. So definitely come follow us, go follow us on Spotify. We're on Spotify and all that as well. The antidote podcast radio show, man. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. We'll be back with another one very soon. Uh, y'all stay safe, man. And again, just, just unified, love one another. And yeah. And don't take their fucking vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> don't take the vaccine, bro. Not that antidote. You don't want to take that. <laughs> <antidote>. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out. Peace.